What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of From Boys to Men. I'm your host, Terry Mr. The King, and I am here with the one and only KP. Uh, there's probably another KP out there, but yeah, this is the one and only. I know, <laughs> bro. Um, I got. A, I met her a long time ago. Uh, she's a great athlete. She played volleyball for UWF. Uh, very athletic, very driven sport-wise and everything else, too. Really never had no full conversation with her, but she's graced us with her presence on this episode. And I'm going to actually let her introduce herself and tell a little bit more about her background and everything, too. Cool, yeah. Thanks for having me here. Uh, this is my first time doing a podcast, so hey. bear with me here. Don't worry. <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've been here at West Florida for five years now. I played volleyball from 2017 to 2021, um, and I graduated with my bachelor's in communications and a minor in marketing. Yeah. Communications, we heal. <laughs> I love it, yeah. Um, love the school here, so I decided to stay and do my master's as well. Okay. So I just started my uh, program in strategic communication and leadership, so it's going well. Yeah, now I'm a retired athlete. Hey, retiree. Yeah, I could have played for a sixth year, but I decided that it was time to move on. But I'm happy I made that choice. Yeah, I feel like that's a hard choice to make as an athlete. 100. percent Was when like, hey, uh, time to call it quits. But yeah, yeah. it's like when I mean, other than losing your eligibility, like, when do you decide to really be done? Because I mean, it's your whole life. Yeah. You know how it is. Like, yeah. It's basically your whole life. So. Like, when do you quit? Because <laughs> that's all you basically be used to. Yeah. Because I remember uh, in high school, it seemed like from the time I woke up to the time I go to sleep, I'm dealing with school or basketball. Mm. I had no time for the social life. It was like, bro, I didn't know who I was outside of the sports. So, right. So. And I think that's the hardest thing, too, when people stop playing. It's like, what do I do now? Yeah. I've talked to so many athletes, so many retired athletes, and they're just like, that's the hardest thing I've had to deal with is I have to find a new hobby. Like, I have to figure <laughs> out what to do with my time because I don't have sports anymore. So, exactly. But I'm lucky because I get to transition into not being an athlete while I'm still in college. So I'm not out into the real adult world yet. Yeah. So I'm kind of easing my way into it, which is really cool that's for me. Dope. So where are you from originally? I was born in Japan, Okinawa, Japan. My so dad, you, you Japanese? <laughs> no, Japanese. I get that all the time. My dad is retired Air Force, so okay. uh, we moved a lot as I was growing up, and we lived in Europe as well, oh, Germany. Yeah, it was really cool. I had a really cool childhood because we just moved around a lot. Most people treat, take that as like, oh, I got hard times adapting, but you've seen the good side of it. He's like, oh, no, this is dope as fuck. Yeah, I mean, it, it gets harder as you get older because you get attached to people. You know, you build those friendships. Yeah. And when you're young, it's easier because, I mean, you're you're just doing what you have to do because your parents are telling you to. And yeah. you have friends, but it's not the same as when you're older. Facts. So, yeah, when we, we moved to the States when I was in seventh grade. So um, we lived in Washington State. And that's, like, literally across 
the country. Doesn't, doesn't it rain a lot? Over yeah. That? yeah. I was to say, that's where Twilight was shot. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's where Twilight <laughs> was. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much like the movie. Um, but I loved it. It was cool there. Hmm. Yeah. See, yeah, I, I can see myself in like the woods like that. Mm-hmm. Except the part with the wolves and like the bears. Yo, like. I saw a wolf. I saw a wolf there. Yeah, it was crazy. I was alone too. <laughs> Yeah, that was a wild experience. I would have shit at myself. (laughs) No, I literally stopped in my tracks. I was like, we just stared at each other. The wolf was like, (laughs) I didn't move. I was like, I don't know what to do right now. And it just ran away. Oh, shit. Both of y'all was just shitting y'all. Literally. You were like, like, wait. (laughs) Did you see me? (laughs) (laughs) Did she see me see me? I was literally by myself. So if anything were to happen, yeah. Yeah, lost child uh, (laughs) in the woods in Washington. (laughs) See, I seen a wolf. Well, one of them big wolves uh, or coyotes. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know, big big husky, whatever you want to call it, right. massive. I was at uh, KFC over here. It was one summer. I'm getting something to eat before I go to work. Next thing you know, I see a something like literally it's a shadow of a of a giant something out of the corner of my eye. I look over. There's a big-ass wolf looking like the shit off of, uh, off of Twilight. Twilight yeah. Staring at me is like just as big as my fucking truck. I was like, uh. <laughs> I was like, I'm seeing shit. I, I, all right, because you know I, I smoked back then, so I was like, bro. You thought you were tripping? I thought I was tripping. <laughs> like I was, I was tripping shit. I was like, bro, what the fuck is going on? But uh, yeah, these wolves. <laughs> I can be in the woods, but yeah, I ain't doing no damn. Mm-hmm. No. So, yeah. So we moved to Florida when I started high school. So I've been here for about eight, nine years. Oh wait, what, what high? Wait, where y'all moved to in Florida? Crestview. You know, you're yeah. the second person. Today, well, no, since the last two days, that came on that is from Crest that moved to Crestview to do the military. Lucky you. <laughs> not my favorite place. What's wrong with Crestview? There's just day. nothing there. It's just it's a pass through town. People just yeah. get gas there and leave. <laughs> that is true. It's just like one road, two roads. Yeah, we got two. Yeah, it's not. Wait, so crazy. did you know Will before you came here? Will? Yeah, the one they call Boogie. The one that was always with me. Kind of like a little brother. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Oh. Well, back to this. So you moved to Crestview. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just went to high school there. Obviously played volleyball. I didn't play any other sport during high school, um, which I kind of wish I did just to experience it. And they say it, like, helps you with your sport if you yeah. play multiple. Because you talked about playing basketball, right? Yeah. You played multiple sports. Yeah, I, look, I, I wish I would have never started playing basketball, though. Why? Uh, I My first two sports are baseball and football. But when it came down to, like, high school, like, I took, like, a break before going to high school, and that break fucked me up with baseball. Mm. And with football, it's like, you can always get back on the horse with that. But baseball, you miss, like, one step. You're, like, they're, like, a whole yeah. – Yeah. they're they're ahead of you so far. So, got to high school, you know, I'm athletic. I'm playing – I already know I'm, I'm playing football. I already know I'm running track. I, I know I got trial for basketball. Like, baseball was a, a maybe, but I wasn't about to pay. You know how much money they got to pay for baseball? Baseball's expensive. Exactly. And I was like <laughs> – Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. So, when it came down to finance support, so I was like, man, same amount of money I'm paying for – one sport I can pay for all my other four sports I could play. So I said, fuck that. I made a, a business decision, which my mom wasn't really upset with me about. <laughs> and I told her I'm not playing baseball and really haven't touched a 
a glove since until I, my son said he's trying to get interested in playing baseball. Mm-hmm. But football, I had potential to. I feel like I had potential to go D one. I should have won D one. I stopped playing because we were doing two days with football and doing two days with basketball at the same time. So I was doing four days. That's a lot. And literally, I started. Ha- it, was, it came down to me making the decision. My football coach wanted me to sit out the, my sophomore year so I can focus on my grades. Mm-hmm. I thought he was just didn't want me to play. And now looking back at him, he was actually trying to look out for me. Right. My basketball coach was like, yeah, I guarantee you scholarship this and that. Blah, blah, blah. Just work, bust your ass, boom, boom. I was like, okay. Quit football for basketball. And then that summer, after I quit, I ended up hurting my shoulder doing front squats with the basketball coach and never been the same since. (laughs) Damn. Yeah. And I think uh, some of the people on the team in football ended up going D1 my senior year. And I'm six. I was six one then. Mm. And if I would have kept playing football, I'd probably be weighing like 180, 190. Right. My 40 time was like a four, five freshman year. So I would have only got faster. Mm Mm-hmm. All I had to do was show up, really, and yeah. play, but. Damn. Fuck right, everything happens for a reason. That's I know. what I believe. I know. But, yeah, but my, my kids are going to be athletic as hell, though. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. But, yeah, you, what other sport would you play, though? Um, Basketball. Man, I tried everything as a kid. I tried literally everything. I did taekwondo, dance. I loved dance. I love to dance. <laughs> yeah, I love, um, I love karate. Yeah, it's fun. But if I were to stick with another sport, Probably, probably track. I'd probably run or jump, do the high jump. See, the high jump was always my least favorite event. Really? I did. I couldn't get the coordination right with the twisting. It, it's probably the... tricky. I've never done it. It looks hard. Yeah, I'd rather just jump, jump outward. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I did. Was I that did, long jump? Was yeah, that I did a long jump. Uh, I triple jumped. Uh, I did high jump as well, too. But I also ran hurdles. My freshman year. Then I got embarrassed on hurdles, so I quit running hurdles. No, cause You bust like, your ass? <laughs> yeah, I did. Look, it was the first track me, too. Uh, so, like, in practice, like, you already practice. You're like, yeah, you, you're doing your thing. You're mm. good. So, I forgot to tighten in my spikes. Mm. And I thought I got over the first hurdle. <laughs> All yeah. my spikes went out. I twist my ankle. I turn around. I, tr- I Yeah, I did a little turn around the first other hurdle. And then, yeah. I came in seventh, <laughs> so that means still I out caught, of what? Out of eight. Oh, okay. So you I, weren't last. I, I know I came and caught back up with people, so I was like, "Dang, yeah." And then we ran a three hundred hurdles that night. Yeah, not for me. Tough. <laughs> yeah, I just stick to the four hundred. Just that's that's my yeah. race. That was my race. At least you experienced it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also, I didn't have that drive back then. That uh, right. that competitive like. I, I became more competitive after high school mm. when I went to the military versus, like, how it was back then. Because mm. I experienced the disappointment and everything. Yeah. I said, like, bro, if I want to get it better, it got to be me. So I started pushing myself, went to the military, balled out. All I did was play basketball in Hawaii. Dude. I ain't had the to do dream. Sh- I didn't have to do shit else. Like, the lit- dream. I was like, what? I'm in Hawaii. Damn. I hoop all day. So let's talk about college sports. Oh, yeah, let's talk, let's about, talk about your experience. I don't know if you've done this on a previous podcast yet. No, you're actually you're my first collegiate athlete. <gasps> let's go. Wait, All right. except Steve. 
Q, Steve. Q came on. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, he, we're not going to count him. Oh, you said Steez. <laughs> yeah, Steve. Not Steve. I was like, who's Steve? But, yeah, Steve. You're talking about Q. Yeah, Q. Q. Right, cool. Yeah, Q came on. Cool. But yeah, let's talk about college because yeah. his is kind of uh he he walked on. Mm-hmm. You were a scholarship though. Yeah. So it's it's a little different from standpoints on that side. So yeah, you're our first scholarship. Ooh, I'm honored. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about college sports, playing college sports in general. Yeah. Um. Dang, it's I, a lot. So. Cause I know it's a job in high school, yeah. so I can't think it get more demanding in yeah. college. I mean, I played travel volleyball as well, so travel sand and high school. So I was always playing volleyball, always, always. Like Damn. there was really no off season for me, and so that kind of got me ready for here because there's really no off season for you here either. Um, I mean, you have summertime, but you should still be training over the summer. Yeah, um, that will separate the the good from the great. Yes, yeah. exactly. But I loved it here. I mean, looking back at five years of being here, and I redshirted my first year, so I didn't yeah. actually compete in games until spring of my freshman year. Um, but I wouldn't have done it any other way. I like I made the decision to redshirt as well as my coach, and then I really just gained a lot of relationships from volleyball, which is really what I love about the sport. And I think just playing sports in general is like the people you're around. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it's different for for males. I feel like the the guys I've talked to who's play sports, it's very much about them. Yeah. And like for, for me personally and like volleyball in general, it's very team oriented. And I know like football is too, or whatever sport you're on, but at the end of the day, like I feel like the guys I talk to, they're more focused on their individual success. Yeah. Can you give team. some insight on that? Because I don't that, really uh, no, that is true because all right, I th- I think it's because like when it comes down to male sports, we're trying to get to the next level. Mm-hmm. And I, this is something I've been seeing in the media. I was like, bro, really? <coughs> when it comes down to female sports, I feel like the peak of their stuff really is college. Mm-hmm. After that, it's a uh, the Olympics, or, Olympics, or nothing really else yeah. after that. Yeah. So when you look at it that way, it's like guys like, oh, I got to stand out versus. Screw the team. Yeah, we lost, but look at my stats. Right. I'm like, bro, y'all lost. Right. Like, the first year they was here, the football team, I was happy they were losing. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> now, nah, to be honest, because look, I, me back then, I was like, man, they going to come in. They're going to steal all the women because they're going to win and everything. Bro. But then, look. I, you worried about the women. I don't worry about the women, but then I, I started looking at shit. I was like, bro, then the same thing. They started talking about, oh, man, yo, my stats are good. I got this stuff, blah, blah, blah. Like, bro, y'all ass. Mm-hmm. Like, it should be about y'all team and, like, rising up. But then my homeboy, Pookie, who actually played, he's like, bro, actually it was, it was a lot more camaraderie yeah. than we think. Mm-hmm. They do try to stand out individually, which I understand. Yeah. Because the more you stand out, the more likely you're to get to the next level. Right. But that's one thing I've, I've been peeping, too, about the female sports. Because even with, like, the softball, volleyball, and basketball, it's like they move as one mm-hmm. versus, like, a lot of the guys' sports here, they move individually, but they try to be camaraderie. Mm-hmm. But you can tell you can tell the difference. I don't know if you you, – you, you get what I'm saying? No, I do, yeah. Yeah, because – 
Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, after, no, the, I get it. after the girls lost their game on uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, yeah. like, I don't think there was a dry eye on that whole whole row. Right. They are celebrating each other the whole time. You see all this stuff on the their Instagram and everything. They they celebrate each other. They always encourage each other. Even on y'all volleyball stuff. Mm-hmm. You always see them encouraging each other. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, you see that in the weight room every now and then for the football players. But even outside of y'all y'all arena mm-hmm. that y'all play in, y'all are doing stuff together. Yeah. Y'all moving together. Y'all getting to know each other better. Yeah. Versus guys who like if this is not the best option for me, I can go elsewhere or some shit. Honestly, like a lot of that had to do with my coach too and just the culture that she built for our program. Yeah. And yeah, like just being a good person and a good teammate was huge yeah. for our team. So, I mean, sometimes it was forced that we had to hang out with each other. <laughs> but like it worked out in the end, you know? Like yeah. we built relationships that needed to be built because if you don't have that chemistry yeah. on the court, like it's hard. It's hard to perform. Yeah, but see, I think with football is different because it's such a big. You got big numbers. Yeah, y'all got so, so many people on team. So you think about it, it's like you got the linemen; they're gonna hang out with the linemen. Mm-hmm. You got the the uh, the cornerbacks. You got the offense. Wait, Hi, I gotta wait for this. <laughs> but like, you got the offense hanging out with the offense, defense hanging out with defense, and that was I think it caused it such of a click because mm-hmm. you got different units versus like with the smaller sports. But even like, like we were saying, like once we see one of y'all, we see majority. Like there's at least two or three of y'all together. Yeah, you hardly see that with any other guy sports other than maybe football because I think they're forced, like like volleyball. Yeah, because like baseball, maybe I don't know. I see them in their little pods sometimes, their little yeah. um, clicks. But yeah. I don't know how their team chemistry is. You know, it's different for everyone. But you could tell you could tell the team chemistry when you look at them play. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and it's sad to say the moment when they can finally take away self again from from their overall goal. I feel like the football team would be another be a championship team again. Right. Because I watched that game. I was actually working the camera at the games during the playoffs. I said, like, bro, they came, they coming in sleeping on this team, like, oh yeah, we beat them already, and they're gonna turn around and whoop their ass. Mm-hmm. Not only the quarterback, I felt like was making bad decisions because coach, it goes down to coaching as well too, because coaching could have been took him out. His stats that whole game was terrible, but uh, man, you can see a lot of people playing for self versus playing yeah. for the team. Yeah, yeah, I've seen cool. that. Yeah. So, female sports. Oh, that you have, wait. Uh-huh, yeah, I've seen it. It's, yeah, it's just, we, you can see it when, yeah, like you said, when you watch teams play, they're, you're always going to have that one person yeah. or two people. Yeah. And it's like, that's one out of 20 people that you have, so you kind of just have to drown it out, you know? Yeah. You always got that one egotistical person, and that's where they do the top shit. Yeah. See, I was a defensive player, especially when it came down to basketball. So I was like, bro, yeah, yeah, you can score all this shit, but you ain't gonna score on me. <laughs> like I, I used to love to putting them in their place. Like, bro, you, you ain't shit. Like, bro, you always over talking shit to everybody else. Well, come say that shit to me. And right. then I was the peacemaker because I was the biggest person on my basketball team at the time. So yeah, peacemaker. 
when I say peacemaker, I tell them, come, hey, let's, go, let's go to the uh, locker room real quick. Oh, yeah. I had to do that. So I was a captain for two years. And, yeah, it's a lot of work, let me tell you. Yeah. Being a captain, you got to, yeah. You're always making sure everyone's doing what they're supposed to be doing. Hey, and you got to make sure you got your shit together, too, because if you they don't gonna have call, shit They're going to call you out. Yeah, you got a bigger target on your back. Dang. See, I was never officially a captain on none of my teams because uh, politics are more involved in male sports, mm. I feel like, mm-hmm. than it is with females. But there's probably some politics there, too. But, uh, yeah. But everybody had a problem. They come talk to me. So I'm like, yeah, I may not be the person doing this. But we know who run this shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we know who run this shit. You got to have somebody in that role. Yeah. Sure. I wasn't egotistical, but. You thought you were the shit. You were egotistical. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, I was egotistical. But I I did. I, you know, I know my role. And I did my role to the best that That's I could important. do. And yeah, I know I was a role player. So I'm not, I'm not mad at that. So. By becoming the, we are talking about the uh, becoming the job and everything, the pros and cons of playing. Wait, what are the pros and cons of playing college sports? Dang. Yeah. Well, other than getting your school paid for, that's yeah. a big pro. Yeah. For me, at least, I mean, any college athlete getting a scholarship. Yeah. Getting your school paid for. Um, I would say, the biggest pro for me, like I said before, is the relationships that I built. Okay. Like we're just really good people, and being in a good environment and. Also, the leadership skills that I gained from it, I had to do a lot of, like I said, I was a captain, so I had to do a lot of leading and learning and making mistakes, but it gets me ready for the real world, world. like having to deal with it, whatever your job is. Yeah, I think that's an advantage from sports in general Mm -hmm. because you always keep that competitive nature, and you realize the world we live in is a competitive place, Uh so you got to be able to compete and come up to the pressure. And be able to rise to the occasion. So I feel like that gives athletes in general and college athletes like a step above people that are not athletes and everything. Right. Well, all right. So what's the cons? Cons of playing sport in college. I mean, it's you gotta have discipline. Like the schedule is, it's a rigorous schedule. Yeah. I don't think it. I think it's hard for every athlete that plays in college. Yeah. Like you're constantly busy, school, work, practice, weights, sleep. Like that's how it goes. Ooh yeah. yeah. And yeah, I think that was just managing your time. I, I don't wouldn't say that's a con, but it's definitely something you have to. Yeah. All right. Do you think? At. Do you think girls have a harder time? Oh, all right. All right. I know. I feel like I already know the answer to this, but I always wonder because. I know girls that are playing college, they're like, boom, they know this might be it. Uh, unless, like, Olympics, like we said, or somehow, some way, they create a a professional league. I mean, they do have a pro league. What? They they got overseas. Yeah, like, overseas. You play overseas, and then they have the women's national team for the U.S. Yeah. But see, that's, that's what I'm saying. They need to have, like, a real league. They have to be really good. Yeah. Which some of y'all are. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, like – Moving on after college, I feel like girls have, do they have like that little, you know, like hiccup where it's like, dang, I'm not an athlete no more. I, I'm moving. 100%. Yeah. 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 I got some old teammates or um, my GA who, sorry, not my GA, but 
our GA for UWF. Yeah. She just left, so we got a new one. But our old one, she actually writes a, a blog okay. about it and about, like, um, eating disorders and, like, stuff like that for specifically for athletes. But, yeah, she writes about how it was a huge struggle for her um, getting out of college and, like, trying to figure out what you're going to do. Like, you have to make your own workouts and force yourself to work out because, you know, you're not yeah. doing it for a team. You're not doing it to perform anymore. You're so. doing it for you. Mm-hmm. See, I tell them I work out to look good. Yeah. I, I, I mean, whatever that's, that's, drives you, man. That is, And then the mental health as well, too. Yeah. It, helps, it helps a lot. It plays a big part in, like, releasing yeah. the stress and everything. Yeah, I think the mental health is – that's a big transition as well. Yeah. Like, going from – yeah. Playing to not playing anymore. Like you said, you got that. You got all this time now. You like, damn. Yeah, you gotta start thinking about other stuff like life. Cause like yeah, now you gotta make <laughs> money, and then family yeah. wise and everything else too. Because when it's once I knew it was done, I was like, bro, fuck all these sports, and not just playing for fun no more. I was just like, bro. I had to, I knew I had to walk away because my shoulder kept fucking up in the yeah. military. So uh, I was like, yeah, I'm done with all this stuff. But yeah. I kind of got to force my way to – I forced myself to quit because if I would have kept playing, I would have got more injured. But uh, I look at it now that I'm glad I how I quit while I was in the military kind of gave me a chance to like, all right, I'm about to get out of the military now. Where am I about to do next? Right. Where's my next stop? Which actually came back to being here, back home in Pensacola, right. Florida. So, yeah. But no, I know that's a big, big, big thing. All right, but let's talk about another aspect of the athletes in college. The juicy stuff. The juicy stuff, yes. <laughs> she already knows about the way <laughs> my face just puckered up. Uh, let's talk about the dating portions of athletes. Yeah. Because I, I, have a, I have a theory. When athletes only date other athletes, I think that's my phone. I do not got them, do not. Yeah, mine's on silent. Yeah, that's mine. Don't worry. Screw them people. They can wait. All right. All right. So uh, when it comes down to dating in the athletic fields, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a disconnect with the communication sometimes, especially when it's like an athlete dating another athlete. But, you know, I, I that was just me in high school. So you had it in the college profession standpoint. Yeah. So can you give us a little insights on – what is like to date an athlete from both perspectives, you know, from a female, you know, and yeah. you dating a male athlete? Um, honestly, I try to stay away from dating other athletes here. What? Yeah. Whoa. I hate saying that, but it's not nothing against the people, honestly, because yeah. we have great guys here and yeah. great females. But I just I like to have that separation. I like to have the two different worlds. Like I. Yeah. Dating an athlete is easy when you're an athlete because they understand your, your schedule. schedule. Yeah, they understand the lifestyle. They get it. Um, both of y'all are busy as shit, which is a good thing. Sometimes, sometimes it's really hard. But yeah. I think dating someone who's not an athlete is a little easier in a way because they're not in that world. They're not in this like college world. Yeah. Or this UWF world. Or athletic world in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So you kind of get two perspectives. But when I did date, I dated a, a football player, but he wasn't playing at the time. So he had just finished. Yeah. 
So he's older. Like, he was here when the team first started. Okay. Uh, but we met through one of my old teammates. Um, you're trying to think about who it is. <laughs> I think I know who it is. What? There's so many people there. No, because you say he's like, he's older. And Loki, yeah. I think he's the person that graduated the same high school from me. Yeah. Uh, maybe. He do. Uh, yeah. Wait. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> no. Oh. Well, I'll tell you later. Okay, baby, baby. Anyway, right. anyway. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> He's trying to expose me out here. Um, <laughs> no, we dated, yeah, we dated for a little bit, and he understood how it was. Yeah. Like, he was cool. Like, he got it, you know, because he lived the life as well. Yeah. But he wasn't in it himself. So that was nice. And he could kind of, like, just be there for me whenever shit was hard. Um, but he understood, you know, how it was. So that that's cool, dating someone. I don't know about you. Like, yeah. have you ever uh, dated an athlete here? Dating-wise, no. <laughs> Hooked up-wise, yes. But, like, I've been there for some of the conversations. Because mm. I realize sometimes they only come when they're, like, to come talk to me or hang out when they're really stressed. Right. Or something really, something pissed them off at practice or with something that, with the teammates. And I see the y'all go through a lot more shit than I thought y'all go through, yeah. especially from high school to now. Because like I dated other athletes in high school, which was easier because like yeah, like you said, they know my schedule, they understand like oh he ain't really got that much time, they ain't like hassling me, communicate with me, be there, blah mm-hmm. blah blah. Why aren't you, don't why don't you talk to me? They understood that. Yeah. But when it came down to it, like, bro, I realized, why did y'all college athletes, like, I love college athletes, females. I wanted to date a college athlete <laughs> female, but when it came down to it, I felt like most of them don't date regular guys. You gotta really find the ones that date regular guys, because mm-hmm. they got so many options, because, like, they're not just a regular student. They're 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 college athlete. They're getting promoted by the school. Yeah. They're on these flyers. Everybody coming to games. They got. They even got fans and stuff. So right. they got all these options. So it's like trying to get them to notice you, and like, hey, it's like. That's interesting. I yeah. never thought about it like that. Yeah, it's so it's so hard to try to date one now. Yeah. Like versus when you was living, you were in that type right. of lifestyle. It's like, all right, now I'm just a regular person. I'm not an athlete right. anymore, so I can't use my status or what I was mm-hmm. to get to enter the door with this person. Now they know me only as this normal person. So how do I get in the door where, oh, now I'm a potential contender to date this person? Well, it sucks that it's like that, or at least that you feel about yeah. it, feel that way about it. Like yeah. you have to have this like status. Like, yeah. I feel like if you're a decent person and you're looking for somebody who's a good person, yeah. you're not going to worry about, you know, what they're doing. Yeah. Well, like you're going to worry about what they're doing, but not, who they are popularity-wise or whatever it is, yeah. like their status. And I feel like dating athlete is like, it's a popularity contest. Yeah, it kind of is. Because you got to look at it. They got options. They got people, other college athletes from other schools Yeah. that in a DM, shooting their shots, and here you are. <laughs> Just this other guy they see all the time at the at school. And I was like, I know how it is because – I used to be the, the college athlete that, or not, or athlete in general that was in the DMs, mm-hmm. and like people that wasn't at the same school as me, or like I traveled to different schools and like, oh, you're not this guy from the guys around here, so I can hang out and like you're more, right. your your commodity goes up, you're more valued. Hmm. So 
it's it sucks on both sides, I can say, because then it got to come with a lot of trust. Say you started to date somebody that's an athlete mm. at a different college. Knowing how athletes get approached at colleges. That's tough. It's Exactly. That's tough. So. Eh. It comes down to trusting them. Yeah. But even with so much trust, it's like, I wouldn't want to put myself through that stress. Yeah. It's even like with female athletes. I'm like, bro, if I'm in her DMs, I know there's about like 200 other guys <laughs> in her DMs and she's right. playing an athlete. So yeah. It's like, dang, how do I become that that one? Yeah. Other than just hacking her yeah. thing. Like, oh, yeah, what's up, girl? Hey, I can hack, I can hack shit anyway. I'm just playing with y'all. I don't know how to hack. <laughs> I wish I did. Oh, my God. Well, I think dating an athlete, too, is cool because – Obviously, athletes are driven people. Yeah. And they're motivated. And so I think, from my experience, too, like, you build each other up. Exactly. Like, you have somebody else who's just as driven as you, and you both want to succeed. So it's like you – that relationship is very – there's just a lot to it. It's needed. Yeah. It's, it's like – it's felt like it's a needed uh, – it's a needed part of the, the, the journey. Yeah. Because it's like – I always think about loving basketball – <laughs> yeah. So, so I was like, it's like, oh yeah, boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. I'm here for her. She's here for me. Blah blah blah. And then it's always the thought of like, oh, you're dating an athlete. We're gonna have some athletic kids, right? <laughs> and you're gonna make these super athletes. Bro, the, the amount of times men have told me that. <laughs> Could you imagine the babies we'd have? <laughs> athletic kids. I'm like, bro, settle down. What? Settle down. He's like, man, look at my genetics. Look at your. I genetics. know. I'm like, and all right. Watch you get end up getting a major for a baby. Like. Oh, your genetics. That's fucked. That's fucked. I would be like, oh, you said we're going to have super babies. <laughs> Where they at? <laughs> <laughs> you lied to me. You lied to me. <laughs> you over here talking, making me all these promises. Divorce. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, no. It, that's the, like, I feel like that's the one thing that athlete watch tracks. Athletes to athletes. Because mm-hmm. they be like, oh, they think, look at the person's success. And they look at their success. They right. Like, oh, we had a kid together. Boom, but it might not even be like that half the time. You might just have a kid that might just be into music. Mm-hmm. It may be a, a book smart person. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And then, like, I had the same, I had that problem with my son. Because mm-hmm. at first, I was like, I'm trying to force him to play sports. But, like, musically wise, bro. He's talented. He's talented. Like, shit. And, How like, old is he? He's six. He'll be seven in May. That's awesome. Yeah, it may. You sure? <laughs> yeah, I, I had to think about it. I was like, oh, shit, how old is he about to be? I'm yeah, sorry, he, my dad doesn't even know my name sometimes. <laughs> I, oh, trust me. I call my son, like, four different names before I get his name right. And the same thing with, like, my, my little girl and everything, too. I'm like, girl, what's your name? <laughs> but, uh, um, and, like, he he's he's an actor, too. He's uh, He actually got a play today. Oh, stop. Exactly. So, and he's he's really charismatic. He He's literally, like, me all over again. But hmm. so, I have the... I'm the father figure that's here and not the father figure that was not here. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do this right this time. What my that's dad awesome. didn't do for me, I'm doing for him. So I'm like the person that's going to give him that competitive, the kill mentality, yeah. how I like to say it, that mamba mentality. Mamba, yeah. The mamba, the mamba. Good mamba. stuff. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, but so like, yeah, I think that's the problem I see that could happen most time when you have kids and you think they're going to be athletic because you're yeah. athletic. That's yeah. not always the case. Yeah, I actually was talking to a girl that she's played volleyball in the 
Canada. She Whoa. was like, yeah, if our kids don't play, she was, we were talking all this stuff, chopping it up. You talking about, <laughs> oh, what you want in life? She said, I want kids, but if they don't play, they don't play sports. I'm I'm giving them to the system. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was like, are you serious? She's like, yes. I was like, uh, I was like anyway, I was like, I was like, what the fuck? Geez. Just because the kids don't play a sport, right? Yeah, I said, miss me with that bullshit. Yeah, because I, I, I love my kids, and I would not force them to play anything. Well, actually, I do. They look. My requirements like this. I, I'm making the requirements for my kids. Okay. But I feel like it's a good requirement. So I'm. As he get older, like starting next year, he got to play two or three sports, two sports minimum, three sports maximum, and learn how to play two to three instruments. That's nice. So that's like creative wise, you're yeah. you're you're being challenged, and physically wise, you're being challenged. Immensely wise, I do the abusing there. So the abusing. Well, I, I'm not saying I'm immensely abusing my kids, but. I'm making sure they're they're the, the calluses. So when they step out in the world, the harsh, terrible, yeah. harsh world. Exactly. Because yeah. think about it: if an athlete, if they became athletes, they got to learn to deal with that the part, me- the mental aspect. Yeah, exactly. That shit's tough, man. And like they're gonna be name calling. They're gonna be p- picking this and the third. So I'm been doing this since you was a kid. You should not be worried about when they do it, because I'm like, bro, I can call you jabroni and suckers the whole life. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> hey, I, they don't know even what a jabroni or a sucker oh is. Oh my but <laughs> god, parenting one on one people. Call your kids 101. a jabroni; they will go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, hey. But it's like the calluses. I, I didn't have that father figure that gave me those calluses. Yeah. So I had to create those calluses on my own. So now when we come with my kids, I'm creating the calluses for them. Just getting them a step ahead. So anything in life, bro, I'm going to prepare you mentally, physically, and spiritually. Word. Exactly. All right, so dating, you you said dating and non-athletes are better. So. I mean, personally for me, yes. Personally? Yeah. So I'm, I'm currently dating someone who is not a college athlete. He played in high school. He played soccer. Um, yeah. He, he was really good, apparently. Um, he could have played in college, but he chose not to. Yeah. Um, he actually didn't go to college, so he's working. He's big money guy, big money guy. Yes, yeah, so but yeah. um, <laughs> yeah. Tell me, sponsor the show. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. yeah, he needs to sponsor me first. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. He's my sugar daddy, low key. But anyway, <clears throat> anyway. Any, any sugar moms out there? You know, I'm available. <laughs> hey, I got two kids, but you know, uh, other than that. <laughs> Just take care of me. I'll take care of them. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, for real. But, um, yeah, dating someone who's not playing in college is nice because, like I said before, you have someone to go to outside of that world yeah. of playing and, like, being in athletics and when it's really hard. You know, you have someone from an outsider's perspective and someone you can really just talk to and they're not in it. Yeah. Um, his brother actually played here. His brother played soccer here. He's like in the Hall of Fame too. Like he's really good. Um, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. So he super he, kids for real. <laughs> he understands how it is because yeah. he lived through like his brother's experience. Like yeah. he would watch his brother all the time. Of course, his brother would talk to him about it. So he understands how it is already. So that's probably the reason why he didn't want to even go to. I don't know because he like because I was thinking like if. Like, I had an older sibling that played sports ahead of time, and I see, like, the pros and cons, and I'm like, 
if I end up going here, it's gonna probably be facing the same things. I'm like, no, nah, there's a different route. Let me go take a different route. I don't know. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. But yeah, he just he gets it, and yeah. so he's just kind of there for me whenever I was there for me when I played uh, when shit was tough. Oh yeah. So it's nice having that somebody outside of all that. Yeah. Yeah. That is nice. I don't know if it's better because I mean that's a personal choice, like you know. Yeah, because because I know because uh, I'm going to my high school relationship because the only time I was playing sports and I dated was in high school. Okay. So I did date somebody that wasn't an athlete, but then I felt like I was cheating them with the time. Because you were so busy. Or what? Yes, because I was so busy, and like it was like really in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. Like we started dating like literally, literally like a couple. Months before the season, yeah. uh, season started, and once the season start, if you're not at a game, you're at practice. Yeah, and if you're not at practice, you're doing your homework. If you're not doing homework, you're probably sleeping. Yeah, if you're not sleeping, you're eating. You're eating. <laughs> 100%. So, so you, like, I felt bad because like, man, yeah, I got all these missed calls, but I'm like, bro, I can't. Even, I really don't even got time to talk to her. I don't even got the time to be with her. I feel like I'm cheating. The person that's in a relationship, even mm-hmm. though she just being there supporting, she came to my games and everything, but it was just like, bro, I, I was really uh, a real considerate person back in the day, a real loving, no, a loving person. Other, I put everybody before myself back then, and I regret a part of it. But then the next 10 years after that, you know, I put myself first and yeah. see what happened there. You got a little bit of both. I got a little bit of both yeah. experiences. But, uh, yeah, it, it was so – it was a relief because, like, if I just wanted to come over there and just lay on her, her lap, it was just like, boom. I'm, a, I'm not even dealing with basketball. Right. But at the same time, in my back of my head, I was like, bro, how can she want to be with me when I can't even give her – Mm-hmm. The necessities of the the balance of time with like relationship like mm-hmm. it's different in college because you can make your schedule to have your gaps. High school, you know, you you're required to be here during this time, this time, and we just have weights early in the morning before mm-hmm. school. Then later on, we got study hall. Then we got practice. By the time I leave practice, it's eight or nine o'clock. Yeah. No time. No time. Yeah. But I think I think part of that is just being mature about it. Yeah. You know, like, they know they're dating an athlete. They know they're going to – I mean, they might not know exactly what it's going to be like, yeah. obviously. But they know you're going to be busy as shit. So, like, knowing that that's how it's going to be, you kind of just got to be cool with it and, like, enjoy the time you do have with them. Yeah. That's how we make it work, you know? Yeah. See, now if I look back at it, that's how I would have did it. But I forced the relationship to end. I mean, you're in high school, man. Yeah. You're young. I know. But those, those were my good years. I was skinny, no tattoos. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, no, because like even now, like, see, that's why I was look at if I was a day athlete, I'll be able to understand that. But then I'll be on the opposite side, so I'll be like, hey. and then when they out of town, I'll be like, oh shoot, I know what I used to do when I was out of town as an athlete. So I'm like, ah. Uh, What'd you do when you're out of town? Uh, Jesus. Uh-huh. <laughs> I prayed mm-hmm. and we worshiped the Lord. Right. We worshiped the Lord. Right. All right, no, because we went to one camp in FSU uh, my senior year going into my senior year. 
we was doing our thing, but our coach just pissed us off with one before the game because he's trying to tell us to run these damn plays, which don't fucking work. <laughs> when I tell you they don't fucking work, they don't fucking work. <laughs> like, all right, so we was up by like 40 points on this AAU team. I swear it was a middle school AAU mm-hmm. team. Whooping their ass. Pulled everybody out to run these damn plays, and these motherfuckers came back and beat us. Damn. And so this is in high school. So you know you had chaperones around the fucking the camp like the campus and stuff. We were the FSU. I was like, bro, we in Tallahassee. Fucking something going on in Tallahassee. Bro, we snuck out. <laughs> like, watch I tell you, like, we all snuck down the thing. We had one person stay behind because obviously he was scared not to go. So we waited for dude to, to like walk past the security. I was the first person to run. I said, fuck this shit. Of course. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> so yeah, we went downtown and everything, partied a little bit, you know, did little things, you know, razzle dazzle, and razzle came back the next dazzle. day, tired as fuck, and made it all the way to the final four, <laughs> and, lost, and lost to Arnold. So I was like, was it worth it? Hell yeah. Y'all are bold for that. Yeah. Well, the shit, we we learned something. Yeah. Cause Coleman plays don't work, and when we party, <laughs> we actually make it. When we're tired, we actually play our ass off ten times better. There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. But no, all right. So, let's see. Mm. Let's see. All right. Who have it? Who has it harder, female athletes or male athletes? That's such a hard question to answer because it's so subjective. Like, everyone, yeah. you know, everyone has their shit. Yeah. I've learned that over the past couple of years. Like, everyone's got something going on. Yeah. Um, so, I don't want to say one has it better than the other. Mm-hmm. I just think it's different. I really do. I think, I think like we used to, you touched on it earlier, mm-hmm. we don't really, as females, like we're not, most of us are not thinking about the next level after college. Yeah. You know, unless you're that good. Yeah. But like you're at a D2 level, you're most likely not going to play beyond college. Yeah. Unless you go play for like a lower team overseas. overseas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's a different factor from men. Like most of you guys are looking to play like pro. Yeah. So that probably ties into pressure for men. Yeah. There's more pressure to have, like you know, to have to perform to get those good stats and like, yeah, have right. to get seen. You know, True. we're kind of just here. We want to win. Obviously, there's pressure to win. Yeah. Um, but we're just here enjoying playing the sport that we love, and then there's pressure of having to figure out your life after that. Oh, yeah. So I think that would be the biggest difference. I wouldn't say it's – maybe it is harder for men. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like they're more overseas or different leagues now in every sport for men. Except for baseball. Well, baseball, yeah, they do got different levels of baseball. So, yeah. But, no, because, like, I know China just started a football league. You got Canadian. You have the XFL, you got arena, and you got, like, an uh, outdoor mm-hmm. thing. So when it comes down to like that, yeah, you may end up getting picked up by, like, a top team that actually perf- makes somebody a higher prospect later on down the road for NFL. And the same thing with basketball overseas. Like, I actually had a cousin that uh, was coming out the same year as LeBron James in high school mm. who actually had an option to play in the NBA going to draft. But he chose to play overseas. Damn. And he's like the LeBron Jane over, over there in, China, uh, in Japan. Good for him. And I was like, damn. And he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't have to play as many games. I make more money. Right. Got more endorsements. And 
she's like, bro, I, I see the world and shit. I was like, yeah. And that's like less wear and tear on your body as well too. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. Exactly. He's same age, LeBron, doing the same thing. LeBron got his shoe line out right. there in Japan. Like, so I was like, shoot, like the options are really more out there for men. Yeah. Versus like women, which I would love to see more options out there for women. I'm a, He's a feminist, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a feminist now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a feminist now. <laughs> I went from a womanizer to a feminist. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wait. The change. <laughs> hey, man. We love to see it. They love to see it. Yeah. Snap, snap. <laughs> but no, because, like, I even thought about this, like, like with softball and, like, even volleyball, even women's basketball. Like, they should be more, like, levels because, like, mm-hmm. They bring in a lot of revenue too to these schools. I know mm. man sports do bring in so called more revenue, but yeah, man, look at like a lot of these women programs that like doing their thing. So they should make more avenues for that. And like even when it come down to the the pay gap a right. little bit. All right, this is the only thing I say about this, with, especially with the WNBA and the NBA. Mm-hmm. Well, the WNBA should get paid the same, only if they actually got to play the same amount of games. They don't play the same. No, they don't play. I don't think they play the same amount of games. Mm. Yeah, if they have the same amount of games and say it's like a playoffs and stuff, hell yeah, pay the women what they deserve. Right. But you know they play less games, so. Hmm. But they should be able to do, do the certain accommodations because I heard about the New York Liberties. You heard about that? Mm-mm. So their their owner paid for them to like fly first class. And. They got fined five hundred thousand dollars just because they they upgraded their players' flights. They said no, they can't do nothing but economy. I was like, damn. Why? The, that's what I'm saying. Like, bro, why does that matter that the the owner want his people to fly if it's coming out his pockets? Right. They say it's a disadvantage to the other teams. That mean I feel like more owners should be like the dude from or the woman who runs New York Liberties. Put their money where their mouth is and take care of their players. Right. Because that is their investment. Shit. Shit. Let me fly first class. <laughs> I flew for, Have you ever first? Mm-mm. What? Oh, my God. All right. The first time I flew first class, I fell asleep the whole ride. <laughs> Bro, you didn't even experience it? I, I experienced them Z's. Oh, my God. Because I flying from California to Hawaii. Yeah. And I was tired. I literally was up, like, over, like, 48 hours. Damn. So I was like, oh, shit. Soon as we took off, we didn't even take off yet. I'm, I woke up. The lady's like, "I feel so sorry because you didn't even get to even experience nothing. I, you want some some candy, something?" Oh I was my like, God. "I was like, I'm like sure." Well, <laughs> I got off there. I back to Hawaii. Back then, I had my BMW 328. Her name was Selena. Oh, ah, Selena. I miss you, Selena. That was my favorite car. Oh, that hurt. That hurt. Oh shoot. Oh, but no, back to back to the female and uh, male athletes. Uh, <laughs> He's emotional. Ooh, this all right. The experience is a little bit different. I feel like yeah, hundred percent. So, I feel like are y'all? I feel like women. Correct me if I'm wrong. Women athletes are allowed to. Uh, how I put it. Enjoy the college college experience a little bit more. No. No? Oh, actually, I feel like guys. You know, matter of fact, you're right. The guys do because like, it's. I think it's more subjective to the program. I think it depends on your coach. Oh. I know our program specifically. Nah, 
we don't get to do half the shit that all the other teams get to do because we have rules like we have drinking rules we have uh, curfews sometimes like uh, <laughs> it's very strict during season yeah but it works yeah because we're good yeah so yeah it's not a problem when you're winning yeah um but when you start losing yeah it's like damn yeah. I could use a drink right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. Not really. But, yeah, I would say, uh, yeah, especially football. Like, they just got a, a little more leeway. Leeway, yeah. They're yeah, you get, you get away with a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Especially, I'm not saying with this program. I'll tell you a lot with all colleges program. Because think about it. They th- I think, like, football brings in the most revenue when it comes down to college programs. Yeah. Uh, So... For instance, with Jameis, Jameis Winston, you remember that incident that happened at FSU with Jameis Winston? I don't know. Remind me. Like, he got in trouble at one of these parties uh, for, uh, they said, the girl said he sexually assaulted her. Mm. But I feel like they should have did more investigation than that, but considering it was Jameis Winston's FSU, this is right when they was national champions. Mm. Yeah, and they was in the Capitol, too, so you know how Florida government is. There's some, but, you know, don't know the story, <laughs> don't know the story, but I feel like, Football players are more given passes. Yeah. I think athletes in general are given more of a pass mm-hmm. than if they was just a regular person. But and and they they are regular people because they are humans. They're not cattle in stock where we just like oh go run and race and do this stuff. But right. I feel like sometimes they treat they're treated like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think it just depends on who you play for. Yeah. And where you play. Alabama, fuck y'all. Cause look, no. This thing about it, the only reason why I feel like nobody in Alabama could ever end up on any type of news radar or anything else too, they live in Tuscaloosa. There's shit. There's you talking about Crestview. Tuscaloosa is basically the Alabama version of Crestview. Yeah, yeah. So it's hard to get in trouble when you're the closest thing to do is a bowling alley and a yeah. movie theater. There's not. There's nothing to do. Yeah. Fuck Nick Saban. <laughs> I'm a Miami fan. I don't have any. <laughs> yeah, I'm not involved in any of that. I don't really care. Fuck all of them. <laughs> all right, let's talk about this. All right. If you can go back and change anything about your college experience, which as far as like even changing the sports you play, what would you do different? Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Tough. I think I would push myself harder Okay. in the gym, in the classroom. I think you can always be better. Yeah. You can always be better. I think I would spend extra hours, more extra hours in the gym because I think I could have gotten to a place where I was on the floor more. Yeah. I could have played more. Yeah. But I don't think I pushed myself individually enough to do that. I did when I was with my team, but doing the extra work yeah. shows. Yeah. I, and I, did, I just didn't do it. Yeah. I, I, agree. I agree. Yeah. 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 I can, what about you? I know you didn't play at a university, but. Uh, looking back over my college, like you said, putting more at work in outside. Yeah. But. I like the confidence to apply it during the games. Mm-hmm. If anything, I would have did different was take my shots. Like I, 
I think I was so scared of failing and missing that I didn't even shoot at all. Like, I had the highest field goal percentage on my basketball team. And football, too, is like, I was, if you look at my stats and numbers, on us, I was decent. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have the confidence to apply it at all times. And I I was too nitpicky. If anything, I would have played with more confidence, uh, stop being scared right. of contact and just just allow myself to you know, be more free with it. Right. Because uh, I look back and miss a little bit. I see in my, you know, you always play back the plays you you put in, you made mm-hmm. and everything, and you're like, damn, I could have did this better. I could this that better. Like I, you're always gonna be your biggest critic, mm-hmm. and you're always examining everything you do, and you know where you was weak at. So, like, I would definitely be more confident and more driven outside and have more of a kill mentality versus. Not saying there's nothing wrong with being there for the team, but being there for myself. Yeah. Just as much as being there for the team. I think I could have done that better, too. Yeah. There were moments where I did that more towards the end of my career because I think I started to realize, like, yeah, I'm going to be done soon. Like, I need to start doing this for myself exactly. more. And so. I think and it's a balance between that 100%. and, then like, team play in any sports. But – uh once you realize that, sometimes we all, some people realize it too late mm-hmm. or don't even realize it until all until after they're done playing whatever sport. But, man, I applaud all those that actually notice it early and they use that because the difference is seen. Like, the extra work that they put in is shown. Like, they don't – and, like, also I wouldn't crack under pressure because I would not have quit playing football. I should have stuck it out. The four days probably would have made me, like, I've been looking like Baki or some shit over here. Like, bro, the, bro other than the peanut butter sandwiches and the constant <laughs> being, yeah, driven from one spot to another to another, yeah. Like, I should have stuck it all the way out. Stick it out the 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 ride. Yeah. Yeah. But at least we can reflect on it, you know, look back and yeah. realize what it taught us. Yeah. And that's why I think I'm kind of hard on my son when they do come to sports. I was like, bro, give it everything you got. The only way he time he do anything, like give it everything you got. If I offer him money, it's a, dang, so like, he's money driven. He's already. a money driven person. So <laughs> no, because like, oh yeah. So he was playing soccer, uh, and like at first game, he was like scared. Like you see the kids like movie, like sitting down there running away from the ball, hiding. Mm-hmm. That was my son. <laughs> The next game, I was like, hey, if you, you, you hit it with your head, I'll give you $5. The whole time, he opened up trying to hit it with oh. the head. I was like, oh, now if you now you take them take them out, like push them away and get the, get a goal, I'll give you 100 He's like, $100. The whole game, he was a whole different person. Like, we listened to Rumble. <laughs> All right, me and my son, we got a routine. Like, mm-hmm. like if he comes to me at the gym every now and then, but, like, I feel like if he ever came to the gym, he already got his workout playlist. <laughs> That's awesome. So, like. We listen to Rumble. He says every word in Rumble. And I do not knock him for it, even though there's some cuss words in there. <laughs> so he's like, Rumble, I'm going to take your face off. I see, I hear it all, all the time. He's on the sideline. He's screaming, like, Coach, put me in. Rumble. Well, I take the face off. I was like, my mom's over there looking like, what did you do? <laughs> I was like, 
I said none. Hey, get some hype. Exactly. That's awesome. And look, like he, but like he did not stop saying that one part the whole game. I got aggravated. I was like, hey man, hey, you I'm saying you got to chill out a little bit. <laughs> but when you get in, do your thing, man. I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm like, I'm always gonna be here to support you. I'm always gonna say, hey, we can get better. My first year playing baseball, I was trash. The next season came out, got my first catch. It's just like it unlocked the whole different like. Right. It's like once you get that confidence. What. I was, I played all star, ever since in baseball, so yeah. Good shit. Yeah, that's cool. I should, yeah. And shout out to my cousin. Actually, he playing with the Florida Marlins right now. Hey. Shout out, uh, Jordan McCant. Keep doing your thing, young bull. Uh, keep pushing. I'm proud of you. No. Yeah, yeah, and and all my other cousins are playing different sports all over where. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of y'all too. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it was a humbling experience, actually, when you walk away. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I, I like how it – the things that we take away from playing yeah. at the next level above high school, you can really use in life. the real world, in yeah. life, yeah, yeah. In whatever you're doing. Like, you're already using it with your son, Yeah, which is so cool. It's yeah. cool to see it transfer over. Oh, yeah. And I'm not as hard as him. My mom used to be hell on me. Like, bro, like – my mom would use like say, No, you can't come inside. You gotta hit like we we had the T she had the net and everything. She's mm-hmm. like, I need like fifty to get in like certain areas of the yard. fifty over here. Like we used to dissect my game. But Tough. Yeah. Tough love. That was that was what makes you good though. Yeah, yeah. That would make me <sighs> I was the shit. <laughs> we got hey, if y'all don't believe me, call my mom or my uncle. They'll tell you. <laughs> hey, in baseball, I was a whole different person. Ken Griffey Jr. didn't have shit on me. <laughs> oh Let me stop being egotistical. I'm know. not that person no I'm more. I'm over here just letting you go off. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, in closing, what do you feel like is what, – what would you like to see done better in the athletic world of collegiate sports for for men and women? And women, and in as far as the dating aspect for college athletes, because I know dating, a, all of it. Let's do all of it. Okay, um, just in general, I think mental health. Yeah, it needs, needs to, be to be addressed more. I think fact. that needs to become a, more of a priority for both female and male athletes. Yeah. Um, especially now, like after COVID, after yeah. all the shit we've been through. Yeah, this that needs to be more of addressed. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. Um. Yeah, it's tough, and I think dating wise, um, give us regular guys a chance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dip your toe in the pool of normal people. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's not all about that. If, if Pete Davidson can land Kim Kardashian, yeah. how the hell I can get an athlete? I ain't ugly. That's a good point. That's a good point. I'm like, damn. damn. Yeah, I mean. Shout out to you, Pete. A, <laughs> shout out, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. Love that guy. Love that guy. Hey, makes yeah. me laugh. <laughs> I would be more open to yeah. just other relationships, and I don't know. Don't yeah. be. Don't put yourself in this box yeah. of having to date one type of person. Yeah, that may even mean the color of their skin. If they're dark skin or they light skin. 
Screw them. Give us brown skin brothers a chance. Oh, the in between. Everybody is beautiful. We're the here. best of both worlds. Everybody. I could be Drake and Keith Sweat at the same time. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Give my man a chance, ladies. She know who I'm talking to. Is she looking at this? <laughs> she know. Oh my God. But anyway, no, yeah. <laughs> no, actually, one thing I would love to see change is actually what you said. More addressing uh, mental health because. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, like we don't pay attention to it while we're playing, but afterwards, we see a lot of mental breakdowns that could be avoided if it's like taught. Is like they always want to teach the business side of the sport, but I feel like they need to touch more on the 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 mental side as well too. Because no matter how you like it, one day you're going to have to stop playing. Your body's going to tell you. Your mind gonna tell you you gotta walk away, and that's one thing I applaud about Kobe. When it came time for him to walk away, he did it, and mm-hmm. he ain't had nothing else to prove. He felt like he walked away and like, bro, I'm done. Right. But uh, and the great some greats do that, but that transition period is really dark at sometimes, yeah. and that when you have so much time to do whatever. You get lost in the wrong things. You get caught up in the wrong situations. You dye your hair blonde. You just start partying like crazy and shit, <laughs> cause you don't you don't know what else to do with your life. Yeah. You're doing everything you couldn't do, and it can end up going down the rabbit hole. Yeah, I know. We're, I know we're wrapping up, but yeah. I just like the mental health part is so important to me personally because that's the reason why I stopped playing. Is like I stopped during season like I wasn't physically playing anymore because I just wasn't there mentally like I couldn't do it I had so much shit going on and like personally with my family and like everything and so I had to take a step down because it was just literally eating me alive like (laughs) I wasn't myself on the court and I was bringing the team down they wouldn't say I was but I felt you you felt it 100% I wasn't playing like myself and I felt like I was just taking away from my team rather than contributing. So I had to step down. And honestly, I ended up enjoying the rest of my season just being there and supporting them. See, that's that's a big role because a lot of people don't acknowledge that. And I'm proud of you for doing that. Thank you. Because – Mental health is something serious, and most people still don't believe this is something like real or nothing. But man, once you you know when you're off, and you know when something's bothering you, and you know when like a hey, you got to take this part serious. Mm-hmm. Um, and when when you like are struggling with it for a long time, yeah. and you're you like you're doing things to help you, like I'm, I'm going to therapy and like yeah. all of that. And you're still trying, and like it's still not, not working. working. It's yeah. like you know you got to take something off your plate. Yeah. So that's what I had to do. Yeah. And honestly, helped me. So. Oh yeah, and that's that's the great thing about it. You also realize like you're you're more valuable than the sport. Hundred percent. And that's something I'm big about, and I love uh, the people that actually go talk to therapists and everything because. Therapy helped me through a lot. It helped me get to the place I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I used to get anxiety attacks real bad uh, in the last couple of years through like, not just through like, just through everything going on in life. It was like the littlest thing could trigger it and then mm-hmm. I can't breathe. I'm over here in the gym thinking I'm releasing. I'm over here in shock. So yeah. like mental health is something serious and I don't want to see other people deal with the, have to go through the same struggles. So I feel like if you're getting, if schools are getting paid this much money for the programs, y'all should be able to provide the resources to keep your your athletes healthy physically and mentally. Because if they can't be healthy mentally, they can't perform like they should perform. I agree. Yeah, there are those blocks. Yeah. Yeah. But no, yeah. Mental health is mental health is important y'all go get therapy <laughs> yeah i recommend therapy for everyone even if you don't think you need it you you need it <laughs> yeah, everyone could use it oh yeah because while going to therapy i realized how much trauma i had faced in my whole life and didn't know right i had like just pushed it down right. to the point where now it's like i have i can say i healed a lot of my youth wise trauma that I didn't even know was really trauma. Mm-hmm. So like now I can be like, like I look in the mirror now I don't see the same person I've seen back when the last 10 years mm-hmm. or last four, let's say last five years, I don't see the same person. I'm looking like, bro, there go myself from like the innocent years and everything. I was like, oh, there I go. Where you been at, bro? That's great. <laughs> yeah. And therapy helps y'all. Yeah, it, it, it's it's real important. Yeah, uh, don't let nobody else tell you it's not, and don't let nobody say you're less of a person because you're taking care of your mental health. One hundred percent. That makes you stronger. One hundred percent. Yeah, and we got your back. Yep. Me and KP gonna come. We're here for you. Don't fuck worry. them up if they come talk <laughs> shit. Bam. <laughs> but no. Uh, any other closing remarks? No, I just wanted to thank you for asking me to do this. This oh, is really cool. Of course, you can come back anytime you want. Yeah, for sure. You no, know, you want to bring a guest too? You can bring them. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, hey, this, 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 this something, it's on the move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I like this. So oh, yeah. I hope it goes well for you. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh yeah. Well, in my closing remarks, like I always say, dream big dreams because small dreams have little magic. And how big would you dream if you know you couldn't fail? So let's keep dreaming, everybody out there. I love y'all. I thank y'all. Thank you, KP, for coming on. Thank you. Peace, love, and happiness. We out, y'all. Peace. I know that I'm different. Self-motivated, self-disciplined, yeah. I learned from my experience. I just want someone to take me serious. Real questions that I ask. How long will this solo trip last? I'm content with being alone in the past. But it's changing and it's something I can't so now I'm acting different I'm to myself, I'm in my head Mapping out this life I'm living Shadow work on myself I done already seen hell Can't fit in so I rebel But I don't miss a beat